but we have our very own hip-hop rap guy right here at Desert Breeze and has been writing some phenomenal music. The thing I like about Doyle, Doyle Moody is his name, is that uh, this stuff that he writes is gospel-saturated. It's really good stuff. So I want to invite Doyle on up. Doyle, want you come on up here? And uh, he's going to share just a little bit, and then he's going to do a couple songs. I want you to hear these songs and hear the message of these songs. They're, they're super good. How you guys doing? We're trying to show people that Jesus is real, and he really does love us, and it's not just a Sunday morning thing that we're here to worship, and he really gave his life for us. And so these songs that we're going to do is going to be a pointer to Christ. And so we're just getting ready to do this a little bit differently. So we're going to go ahead and start with this first song with Ryan Davis, who sings the chorus on it. all about you, not about me. Let's go, come on. Biggest struggle in this, promote myself. I ain't worth this pen sink, and I deserve hell. I can rhyme a couple words so they look at me, but all I really wanna do is show them the king. All the struggles I've been through, and how I change that someone else feels their exact same way. This life is pain, but find the treasure that makes it not go away, but worse, bearable days. Point blank, I tell you, that treasure is Christ, and with his acceptance, you'll have life. Beat my head against the wall a thousand times, and watch so many others. Lose that lie. It's amazing what we'll do to be accepted. But that was done before conception. Your life has meaning moving that direction. Why you still waiting? Get your feet to step in. Come on. Spell half these words I'm saying And never can tell if what I'm saying is related Relate to the view that you see with your eyes And feelings you feel deep inside your mind But see, following feelings fills your heart with cries And them same feelings fills your mind with lies If you feel what I'm saying, then you're feeling the vibe And if you're led by the spirit, then your spirit's alive But we all have issues, so why try to hide them? Just face the problem instead of denial and lying And turn to God, yes, you can confide in Instead of these rappers with these great ones Liners, myself included, cause I'm just foolish I'm fit to tie the shoes of the real life Cupid Who hung on a cross and gave his life The epitome of real love, visualize Come on! Take 
take the homeboy out the streets But you can't take it out from where he bleeds That's in his heart where he's born and raised It's hard even with a heart that's changed Caught up in pride that you don't see Got a prop, let's take it to the streets That's the only way known to handle things Instead of using your brain to think I only know cause I live that life It's a lot harder to walk away and shut down pride I didn't want to learn I tried to fight Being crippled for months I realized Who cares what they think I have pride I still struggle with it cause my nature lies It's been deceived by this world's highs Stuck in the lows watching time fly by Come on With a bag over my face I'm just a sad version of faith I want you to think and see the king Not me, a broken down shell of a being I ain't building a brand Cause I refuse Post pics of my fam for game for use Look, he's a good dad, why that may be The spirit shows itself, it ain't done by me I'm just showing you a pic of what I see And really that pic is incomplete It's limited cause I'm a human being A partial view of the ultimate King. No matter how creative my words may be The trash without the power of G-O-D D-O-G at the table looking for scraps to eat Trying to get a little glimpse of his majesty Come on, Thank you, Ryan. One of the things that God's been showing me recently is we all have opportunities to share the gospel with people. And I felt that I was pretty good at it. But as of recent, I realized I really wasn't. Um, there'd be times where I'd be out of my comfort zone, like now. And I would be like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. And I'd pass on it. Oh, I don't want to do that. But inside, I really felt that Oh, I would do anything for God. Yeah, if he told me, I'd go do it. But it came after over time of realizing I would turn it down, I would turn it down, I would turn it down, I would turn it down. And I was like, wow. So as God started revealing to me, I realized, wow, how many opportunities I turned down. So in, in going with that, it's, we all have opportunities, and so we should try to make the best of them. It's hard. This music is one way that we're trying to do that. Uh, and obviously, I'm stuttering up here like crazy, so... Let's go ahead and get to the next song with my wife, Angela, singing the chorus. I feel you, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to live my life, though, man. Feel me? I mean, that stuff works for you and all, but I'm just trying to do me. He really gave his life. I don't know why. I'm just trapped in this hell, trying to survive. Death creeping up, eating my soul through the flesh, blinding my misery. Walking dead, faking in front of these masks, putting others on blast. Cause it makes me feel better about the problems I have. Only to sit and see its illusions in me. From the top to bottom, 12 gay shot, I'm dead in my heart. See, flipping the script, script got burnt. Cause I ain't living these lives, defeating the myth. 
nails in the crib And I'm alive, we'll work for food Scriptures feeding my mind Heart and soul, I devote my life to the divine Co-signed by Christ, Christ's nails are mine My soul on his blood and now my spirit's on fire Real death to lie, see from being blind I give you everything that I have in my rhymes Truth. Hey, yeah, yeah, do you wanna know? Hey, yeah, yeah, let me spit the truth. Hey, yeah, yeah, listen to my flow. Do you wanna know? Do you? Do you wanna know? Do you? Do you? Do you wanna know? Hope no punches back, serving a function that shows the dead real life and these lyrics is caps. Exclamation my point, all the way to the king Proclamation is coined to show my belief Look at the laws, reflecting the cost And I can't judge or quit Perfecting the flaws through Christ that watch Now how can I just sit? Giving the greatest gift This life you have, perception of death Will leave you happy or sad Reality is what you see through your heart and mind But that doesn't necessarily make it always right A portrait painted by the blind And framed to see, a little rip of steel Trying to teach others to read But I don't care about that I'm trying to reach your soul Broken home, heart, life That's where you lost your hope No gimmicks or games Just real life change And if you give your life You can have the same Come on Hey, yeah, yeah Do you know the truth? Hey, yeah, yeah Do you wanna know? Hey, yeah, yeah Let me spit the truth Hey, yeah, yeah Listen to my flow Do you Flipping the pages, the Bible, survival is the realest truth. Kill the roots of denial. Why though? Setting you free eventually. You open your eyes, close captioning. Go MG. Now I see rerun. What's happening? Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Cover my soul, carport. Pack up my baggage, carport. Moving the trash off board. Slow down. Break down. Wake up. Christ is. Hey, yeah, yeah. Do you know the truth? Hey, is why aren't you trying to hear the truth what's in it that's gonna offend you or hold you back i mean it says the truth sets you free so if the truth sets you free, Woo! give me a hand good stuff i love it good stuff this next guy we're bringing up uh, is going to give his testimony and uh he is a young man that is mature beyond his age, and it is because of what he's gone through. And uh, God has done a phenomenal work in his life. Uh, how many know, really, the ingredients that God uses to change our lives? Anybody kind of have an idea a little bit? You need to know. It's called the, the gospel, uh, or it's called the, actually, the, uh, the golden triangle, three sides, 
And God uses spiritual disciplines, hanging out with Christians and Bible study and prayer, that would be spiritual disciplines. And then God uses the work of the Holy Spirit through spiritual disciplines. But how many know what the third side of that uh, triangle, that golden triangle of spiritual formation that God uses? Anybody want to yell it out to me? Suffering. How many were thinking suffering? How many would not like to think about suffering? Yeah, this guy's gone through some suffering. And yet God has used this in his life to shape his life. And he's got now a ferocious appetite for the Lord Jesus Christ, unlike many of us. And, and when I look at his life, I'm thinking, wow, I want what you've got. Because he, he just lip smacks about the goodness of God and what God's done in his life. So I'm going to invite Zach Davis on up here. And he's going to share with us a little bit of what God's been doing in his life. Well, hey, I'm, uh, I'm Zach. Um, I've been going to Desert Breeze for a couple of years now. And um, I am 24 years old. And I've always known about God. I've, I've lived up in a Christian household. Um, but I kind of knew about God, but I didn't really believe in God, if you guys can kind of see the difference between it. Um, so... I was living on my own when I was about 19, and um, I'm going to tell you a little story. Story time. I'm going to tell you a little story here. So I was about 19, living on my own, and uh, living with non-Christians, and pretty much living, living the life. And, um, and uh, one day, I was going to the gym, and I was like, man, I'm going to go to the gym, get in shape, everything like that, and got on the treadmill, walked, ran for like three, four minutes, and was super duper tired afterwards. I'm like, that's not right. That goes beyond, I think, like being out of shape. It, I was just, it was just, something was wrong. I couldn't be this out of shape. So I went to the doctor and I said, hey, doc, something's not right in this general region here. If you could check it out. Um, he's like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. So he did some tests and said, uh, yeah, we see something there, but nothing too conclusive. So we're going to do some more tests. And after a few months later, after all the tests were done, I walked into his office and and he said, well, Zach, um, he just opened the file and just kind of hit me with it. He's like, you have Hodgkin's lymphoma. And I was like, oh, well, what's Hodgkin's lymphoma? And he's like, it's a type of cancer. And I was like, whoa, okay. And just kind of climbed back into myself, and I, I didn't really know what to think. I was in denial. I'm still in denial to me having cancer. I've dealt with it for about five years now. And... Um, you know, my first treatment, I think it was really when I was awoken by God's presence and, and was able to really know um, or apply all those things I knew all my life. Um, but I kind of said, you know what, it's, it's, there's definitely something here, so I want to find out what it is. So um, I've been through, uh, went through the first months of chemotherapy, and that kind of stunk, but I was just kind of like, you know what, it's not that bad. All right, I could, I could do this. And and God's like, all right, well, that's not all I'm going to give you. And I had to go through, uh, I had to go through two stem cell transplants. It was like the new age bone marrow transplant. And uh, it wasn't that much fun. But, um, I mean, it was a hardship. I felt like God was giving me um, amazing things for my life. I always prayed for strength and perspective. And uh, God knows me more than anybody does, even more than myself. And I felt like he was saying, you know what? This is what you need to get all the stuff that you were asking for. And so, um, and he did. I mean, he gave me strength that I didn't think I had, and he gave me perspective that I don't think a lot of people get in a lifetime. And um, I really felt blessed when I, when, after I came out of this. And um, 
And, but fast forward five, five years later, um, I'm actually engaged to be married to beautiful soon-to-be wife, Kayla Forsty, and, um, and really just have a stronger relationship with God than I ever have. And, and uh, it kind of reminds me of a, a verse. Let's see if I can remember it. It's Acts 14, 22. And it says, you have to go through hardships to enter the kingdom of God. And I don't think a hardship's going to be cancer for everybody, but I believe everyone goes through their hardships, whether that be, you know, drugs or drinking or, or whatever. Um, I think everyone has to go through their hardships and really hit rock bottom to know, um, you know, how much God loves you. At least that's the way it was for me. And, and I mean, uh, yeah, I'm really excited, really excited to be on, on God's team and, um, I don't know, just have a very strong relationship that, that I have with them and just be able to see and him giving me knowledge every day. And, um, yeah, I got two weeks, two weeks to get married. I'm really excited. And um, she's taking me off the market. <laughs> anyway, um, but, uh, yeah, that's my spiel, and I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Hey, this uh, gal that he's going to marry is right here. Why don't you guys come on up here real quick? In two weeks, they're getting hitched. Yes. God bless you guys. Thanks, Zach. Let me give you the uh, common denominator between Doyle Moody, Zach Davis, myself, and many folks that are sitting right here this morning. If you have your bulletin, you can follow along. There's a verse. It's Matthew 13, 44. It's been my life verse. It says this. It's a parable. It says, The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. The big question here is, why was this guy in the field? Immediately when you look at it, you go, why was he in the field? We don't know. It doesn't say. All we know, whether he was working in the field or walking through the field, he stumbled upon a treasure. And this treasure so got a hold of his life that he was never the same since. In fact, he went home and sold everything. And certainly he probably had positions, possessions, pleasures. He had all kinds of things, acquisitions and accomplishments and accolades and things that he greatly valued, but not as much as he valued this treasure. And he went and gave up everything so that he could purchase the field and have that treasure. So what is that treasure? What is the treasure that Zach has that has sustained him through his suffering? What is the treasure that Doyle Moody has that would birth these songs in his heart? What is the treasure that I have that God would, would tell me to quit the fire department and become full-time in ministry as, it, as we started Desert Breeze? What is going on? Why would we do that? The treasure is the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, let me just say, let me give you a real clear, many of you think you know what the gospel is and what Christianity is about, and I'm here to tell you, you probably don't. There is so much confusion 
in America today about what Christianity is. And if you'll really listen up, I'm going to do my best to give you a very clear explanation of the gospel. If the gospel message isn't the most amazing message you've ever heard, then you haven't heard it. Because it will rock your world. When you understand what the Lord Jesus Christ has done for you, it is a mind blower. It will revolutionize your life. Nothing will transform your life more than understanding the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so this treasure that was hidden in a field that many even in our society today don't see because they are confused by a lot of the misconceptions as it relates to Christianity. Let me give you what it means and what it means to know Jesus and what this guy was doing. He's really demonstrating for us and what happened in my life many years ago is that the gospel message or the Christian life is a magnificent obsession with a heavenly treasure, the Lord Jesus Christ, by which everything else in life is of no value. Compared to Him, everything else in life is really of no value. When you begin to see the value of Him, the gospel message is a deep, durable delight in the beauty and the glory of who Jesus is and what He's done for us that ruins you for anything else. Game over when you meet Him. So what is the gospel? Here's here's the gospel. The gospel says basically this, that we are all, both good and bad, sinners saved by Christ's works, not our works. Now think about that for a minute, and let me walk you through this idea. Christianity isn't good advice on what we must do to be right with God, but it is good news about what has been done to make us right with God. It's not what you do. I oftentimes hear people say, well, I'll get my act together and I'll start coming to church. Don't do that. You can't do that. Yeah, but you don't know how bad I am. It doesn't matter. You don't know what I've done. It doesn't matter. It's not based on what you do. It's not spelled D-O. It's spelled D-O-N-E. It's, been, it's what has been done for you. And that's what separates Christianity from all the religions of our world today. All the religions say, live as you should, and God will accept you. If you do any kind of a research on all the religions of our world and compare them to Christianity, here's the major difference. Live as you should, and God will accept you. Christianity says, God accepts you through Christ, therefore you will live as you should. See, the the living comes as a result of encountering the Lord Jesus Christ and what He's done for us. And so when you put your faith in Jesus, here's what's so amazing about it. The instant that you give your life to Him by faith in prayer, all of your sins, past, present, and future, are gone. There is therefore now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Not only that, not only that, He indwells you with His Holy Spirit And so not only has he set you free from the penalty of sin, no longer do you have that barrier that separates you from God, but he begins to work on your life to set you free from the power of sin working in your life that little by little no longer is life about you, but it's all about him and his glory, and you begin to find your deepest satisfaction in him as you live for his glory. So he sets us free 
from the penalty of sin. He's in the process of setting us free from the power of sin. And then one of these days, everyone here is going to die. It's just a matter of time. You will face eternity. Where will you spend eternity? You're not coming back here. You're going there forever. And there's no turning back. You are currently, right now, making a decision where you will spend eternity. There's only one way that you can know God and spend eternity with Him, and that's through the Lord Jesus Christ. It tells us in Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Oh my goodness, it is a gift. You can't earn it. You can't achieve it. You enter into it by faith in Jesus Christ. You look to him and what he did on the cross for you. And when you see the cross, you realize I am more sinful than I ever dared to think, but I am more loved than I ever dared to dream. I was so sinful, Jesus had to die for me. He loved you so much, he wanted to die for you. You put your faith in him, it changes everything about your life. You'll never be the same. And so he sets us free from the penalty of sin. He's in the process of setting us free from the power of sin so that we can make much of him and live for his glory and find the most satisfying life you could ever live. And then one of these days when you take your last breath on earth, you will take your first breath with the Lord Jesus Christ. He will set you free from the very presence of sin. And it's all through the name of Jesus Christ by putting your faith in him by prayer. I'm going to lead you in a prayer right now. Would you bow your heads with me? Let's take a moment. And as you have your heads bowed, eyes closed, I'm going to give you an opportunity to make a confession of faith. That's what those folks that are going to be getting baptized are basically doing. They're making a public declaration of identifying with the substitutionary death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And what they're saying is that they're making it public that what he did, he did for me. And now I enter into the fullness of life that he came to give me. And so, God, I pray for each person that's here, that maybe those that have not yet really understood the gospel. They thought it was based on, on, on being good or, or something that they needed to do. They didn't realize that it was based on something that had already been done for them, and it was on the cross that you did that for them. Lord, I pray that that would take hold of their hearts, that they begin to see more clearly the beauty and the glory of the cross, that their hearts would begin to be smitten by how beautiful you are and what you've done for us to rescue us to bring freedom to our lives, to give us fullness of life, not just quantity of life, but a quality of life that cannot be matched by anything on this planet Earth. So God, I pray you'd speak to their heart now. And if, you're, if that's you and you've never made a confession of faith, this is how you do it. You just simply, in your heart, between you and God, He knows your heart. You acknowledge your sin that separates you from God. The essence of sin is just you taking God's place, living life for you. You recognize that. You acknowledge your sin. That separates you from God. And then you'll be, you, you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, and then you confess Him as Lord and Savior. It goes something like this. God, we acknowledge our sins. We acknowledge the way that we live our life apart from You. We've done life our own way. We want You to be at the center of our lives. We want to live our lives for You and for Your glory. Lord Jesus, 
We believe you died on the cross for us. You were our substitute. You took our place. You took my place. And now I confess you as my Savior and Lord, and I give my life to you. I want to enter into that fullness of life that you came to give us. And I receive that now in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. God bless you. God bless you. If you made a confession of faith this uh, morning, we'd love to baptize you. That's your next uh, obvious step. You can get baptized here this morning. Let me explain a little bit of what we're going to do. We're going to have those of you that are going to get baptized, if you will line up right here on this wall, and you'll be walking up here in the front. Here's the tank, and then we'll be taking you out the back that way. When you come up, we're going to have you just to introduce yourself. If you want to say a few things, you can uh, just share a little bit of what Jesus has done for you if you want. If you don't, just stating your name is enough. That will be good. And then we will take each one of you, uh, like one by one, uh, through our tank, and we will baptize you. As I stated, what they're doing here, folks, is they're making a public declaration, uh, dramatization, demonstration of their identifying with the substitutionary death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and, and they're celebrating the fullness of life that we have in Him. So if you're going to get baptized, go ahead and come on up. Get in line right here, and we will get things rolling. Kimberly Newmeyer. Haley Newmeyer. Haley Newmeyer. I just want to say something before my... <laughs> this is my one and only child, and um, 10 years ago I came to Desert Breeze, and I found the true meaning of loving Christ and having a Christ-filled life. And I've been praying, and the church has been praying, my life group has been praying. We've been praying for her for 10 years. This, don't ever, ever, ever quit praying. So. Let me, uh, first of all, as Kimberly is putting her arms across her chest like that, everybody that gets baptized, that's what you're going to want to do. And if you need to grab a hold of your nose, feel free to do that because we will take you back. Uh, so you might get a little water in your nose if you need to do that, but uh, that, that seems to work best. Here we go. Kimberly, because of your confession of faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We're going to baptize them together? Okay. Because of your confession of faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is uh, Darren's and Joe's son. 
one of their sons. Zane, because of your confession of faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hi, my name is Jill, and I'm so excited to be baptized today. Cole Yerby. We're going to baptize them together in the water. What are you going to do? Mom, are you going to do it one at a time? Okay, cool. Mom's going to baptize her two boys. Because of your confession of faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Because of your confession of faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I was sleeping in Kmart parking lot, and Preston and his friends came over. I see all of you through here, and we had a prayer vigil, and my Social Security finally came through. I got my first check after three and a half years, and I made it through my cancer surgery on Wednesday, and I got more coming, but... I've never been in a church more powerful and more full of love in my entire life. And I'm going to be proud to be a member of this church. Jerry, because of your confession of faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. My name is Jenna Leary, and I was the one who, or one of the ones, found Jerry in the Kmart parking lot and that's when I realized that God is real and he does amazing things and I'm also very happy to be part of this church family. Thank you guys all for being here to be witness to this. We've got mom and sister baptizing. Woohoo! Yes. Because of your confession of faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
my name is Lindsay, and I'm really grateful to be here today. And with God's grace, I've been able to stay sober for two years. Lindsay, because of your confession of faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Tricia, because of your confession of faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And because of your confession of faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hi, my name is Angelina. I know Jesus. Angelina, because of your confession of faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm Aaron, and my uh, grandpa is baptizing me. Because of your confession of faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Ashley King, and I was in the worst part of my life this past couple years, and I'm so blessed that God used Rachel as a light to help me find God, and now I know the future seasons are going to be okay because I have God now. Ashley, because of your confession of faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
My name is Ricky. I know now what's the right for my life. I wanna live. Because of your confession of faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Vargas, and I'm just so thankful for God's love. Elena, because of your confession of faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm just happy to finally be getting baptized and have God in my life. Wani, because of your confession of faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Adam, because of your confession of faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. My name is Amber Myrtle, and I'm just re-celebrating my identity in Christ. Today is Amber's birthday. She's being baptized by her husband. Isn't that cool? Amber, because of your confession of faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay, last call. Any other takers? If today you made a confession of faith. Yes, sir. Getting baptized? Excellent. Would you like to say anything? Yeah. Um, so I've been baptized before, but before all this happened, so I want to rededicate my life officially to God. Right on. (laughs) 
Zach, because of your confession of faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Woo! Yeah. That's awesome. Good stuff. Praise God. Unbelievable party. I think that, uh, let me give you a last call. Anybody, any takers, anybody that made a confession of faith today, you want to get baptized. God's pulling on your heart. You said the prayer. Your next obvious step would be to get baptized, to make that public. This is a good time to do it. I think that now brings our numbers up to a little over 100 this year at Desert Breeze that have made a public declaration of their faith in Jesus Christ. It's pretty amazing what God's doing here. Really amazing. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a big... Uh, any takers? One, two, three... Here we go. We're going to do a big yay God as we do traditionally around here. And then Scott's going to come up and he will release uh, you by your table, by your section, and explain what we're going to do with our big barbecue and celebration as we finish up our day. Thank you so much for being here with us. Uh, let me share with you just a, a little bit of where we're going next weekend. We're starting off a brand new teaching series. It's called Faith and Finances. God is not a restrictor, but a liberator. And in His love and wisdom, He gives us instruction through His Word on how our faith in Him impacts our finances, bringing us amazing freedom. Even in economically hard times, we're going to spend four weeks just talking about that, looking at what the Bible has to say about how our faith engages our finances. And so we'll be back to our regular times over here in the PA building. We'll be meeting... As you guys know, 8.45 and 10.30 are two services there, so we'd love to see you then. So here we go, our big celebration. Let's see if we can lift these ramadas off of these poles here, these, these concrete poles, with a big, big yay God. On the count of three, we're going to do a big yay God for the life change and the fullness of life that He has brought us and for those that made that public here in our baptism celebration. Here we go. On the count of three, one, two, two and a half, three. Yay, God! Woo! Praise God. Praise God. God is good. God is good. He loves you. Thank you, God, for the great life that you give us, that fullness of life.